Welcome to How Travel Writers Self-Publish. This podcast brings you the most up-to-date and relevant advice, tips, and strategies to get your travel book written, self-published, and marketed to a global audience. And here's your host, travel writer and digital nomad, Jay Artali. Are you ready to hear more about ebook distribution strategies? Today's podcast is a follow-on from our previous podcast where I introduced you to the three different options you have for distributing your ebook. And the main focus of that podcast was looking at the financial impact and the benefits and disadvantages of enrolling your book in KDP Select, which is an option only if you go exclusive with Amazon. And in today's show, we're going to look at the other two options that are open to you if you decide you don't want to go exclusively with Amazon. The one thing the two options we're going to talk about today have in common is you still need to go direct with Amazon, but in this case, you're going to establish a non-exclusive relationship with them, which means that you're going to make your book available to other retailers, either directly or through a distributor. So depending on how much time and effort you want to make in maintaining different accounts, we've got an intermediate or an advanced approach for your ebook distribution strategy. The intermediate plan is to go direct and non-exclusive with Amazon and then consolidate all other activity through a single distributor. We've already established the benefits of going direct with Amazon, but in order to distribute through the other four primary ebook retailers, you don't have to establish a direct relationship with them. Instead, you can sign up with an aggregator who supplies ebooks to retailers, libraries, subscription services, and other aggregators. The majority of your ebook sales are going to come from Amazon, and the remaining percentage are spread across the other retail channels. Even though an aggregator takes a small percentage of your royalties, usually about 10%, it's offset against the time and effort it takes to manage five direct accounts and one or more distributor accounts and keep all versions of your book in sync. The management of version control isn't such a concern for fiction authors whose content is more or less static, but the information in travel guides or non-fiction books is more of a moving target, and your book is going to need frequent updates. So the benefits of the intermediate plan are you'll only have two accounts to set up and maintain, your Amazon Direct account and your distributor account and you'll only have two versions of your book to manage. The disadvantage of an intermediate plan is your distributor will take a percentage of your royalties or an upfront fee, and you won't be able to reach all available outlets via a single aggregator. The term aggregator and distributor can be used interchangeably, so don't let those naming conventions confuse you. The third and last ebook distribution strategy is to go direct and non-exclusive with Amazon. Choose one or more primary retailers to go direct with, and that could be Kobo, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, Google Play, and then choose one or more aggregators to work with. And some popular and well-known aggregators are Draft2Digital, Publish Drive, and Smashwords. Going direct with Amazon means you keep the maximum percentage of your royalties And the same is true when you establish a direct account with the other primary retailers. But it's not an all-or-nothing decision. You can choose to go direct with all of them or just a couple of them. It's easy to set up a Kobo and Barnes & Noble account, but for Apple Books you'll need a Mac, and Google Play has been closed to new writers since 2015, so you have to request to be added to their waiting list to gain access. So if you want to establish as many direct relationships as possible, 
the path of least resistance is direct with Amazon, goes without saying, direct with Kobo because of the broad reach of their affiliate distribution network, via an aggregator for Barnes & Noble and monitor your sales to see whether it's advantageous to switch to going direct with them. And their market share is small compared to Amazon. And based on my travel guide sales for the past five years, it's really not worth my effort to go direct with Barnes & Noble. But it may be different for you and your book. Then for Apple Books, you should initially go via an aggregator, but review your sales activity to see if it's financially beneficial to go direct with them. After Amazon, Apple Books is my next highest income source, but they still equate to only about 5% of Amazon sales. So it could be worthwhile to go direct with Apple Books, but their publication process is quite a challenging hindrance. And it's just one task too many for many indie authors. And as far as Google Play goes, your only option is to go via an aggregator unless you get accepted via their waiting list. And in which case you can go direct with them but make sure you pay special attention to the complexities around their pricing strategy. For any of these ebook retailers you don't want to go direct with, the only way to reach their distribution network is through a distributor. Each distributor works with a similar set of primary retailers and ebook outlets, but also has their own exclusive mix of distribution partners. And you can reach Apple Books, Barnes & Noble and Kobo through any of the aggregators I've summarized, but only some distributors offer access to Google Play. Even if you opt to go direct with all five retailers, there are plenty more ebook outlets that you can only reach via an aggregator. Companies I mentioned before, Smashwords, Publish Drive, draft to digital offer non-exclusive agreements, which enables you to opt out of distribution for any retailer you're going direct with. And this should be a minimum requirement when you're looking to partner with a distributor. So if you find a distributor that says you have to distribute through them to reach Amazon or Kobo or Apple or Google or Barnes & Noble, then run a mile because there's plenty of distributors that allow you to set up your own direct relationships with those book retailers. As you go in direct with Amazon, you'd have to opt out of Amazon distribution through the aggregators you're working with. And that goes for any book retailer that you're distributing directly to. You have to make sure that in your setup, you let your distributor know that you're already distributing directly with one of the ebook retailers. And you can simplify your network by only going with one aggregator. But the more aggregators you sign up with, the wider your distribution network and the more readers you have a potential of reaching. It's really important to remember that your book can only be available to each outlet via a single distribution channel. So if you're working with several aggregators, you need to make sure there's no retailer overlap. For example, if you're accessing Scribed, which is a subscription service via draft to digital but you're also using Publish Drive and Smashwords, you'd have to opt out of Scribed via their networks. So as you can see, the more distributors you have, the more complex the setup is. Now, it's not impossible to set up, but you really have to think the process through to identify which distributor channel you're using to access which retailer. And for many authors who are also creatives, this whole technical side of self-publishing is just overwhelming and they don't even want to get their hands dirty to try and discover the best way to reach as many readers as possible. 
And that's why I put together these three different strategies. So no matter what your skill set or the time available or how technical you are, there's a plan for you. So whether you opt for the easy option, which is direct and exclusive with Amazon, or the intermediate option of going direct and non-exclusive with Amazon, and then setting up a distributor account, or going for the complex option where you go direct with as many ebook retailers as possible, including Amazon, and then set up one or more aggregator accounts to reach as many ebook distributors as possible. The beauty of self publishing is that your ebook strategy can be as simple or as complex as you want it to be. Now, I hope the last two podcasts have provided you with enough input and information to help you create your own ebook distribution strategy. If you've got any concerns or confusion about how you should be approaching your own ebook distribution strategy, then just get in contact via email to J, which is J A Y at birdsofafeatherpress.com. At the end of the day, there's no right answer. It's just what's right for you. And once you've made a decision, it's not set in stone and you can make as many changes you want throughout the life cycle of your book. The only caveat to that is when you join Amazon's KDP Select program, you're tying yourself into exclusivity for 90 days. But at the end of the 90 days, if you haven't had enough page reads and you think that you want to widen your distribution network, then you have the freedom of opting out of Amazon's KDP Select program and going wide with other retailers and distributors. You've been listening to the How Travel Writers Self-Published Podcast, hosted by digital nomad and travel writer Jay Artali. Visit us at www.birdsofafeatherpress.com.